0: It's been an interesting week and uh, it Mm -hmm. promises to be even more interesting. So and speaking about uh, the focus on State of the Nation address tomorrow, there was a focus on uh, the VIP lunch yesterday between government, uh, business uh, and uh, labor on the the sidelines of the mining in Daba and Cape Town. Uh, What are we able to make from that session?
1: So yes, I think a lot of the attention was on um, the presentation by President Zuma and I think uh, really trying to get some some more insight maybe not just in terms of what we can expect from that State of the Nation address tomorrow but also just in terms of so much else that that the rumour has got going but he was quite firm specifically in um, in, in not being drawn on the potential for a cabinet reshuffle um, but he did not deny it either. He just said I will tell you when I'm ready to tell you so we'll have to wait and see. But I think the, the, for me the important takeaway really came from um, the speech by Finance Minister Pravan Gordon who had a very strong message for for the mining industry in particular and his, and his um, speech focused on two aspects, um, on, on youth employment uh, that is so, so desperately required and then more inclusivity that the industry should be benefiting more people. And he really wasn't just talking here to South Africa but very much to African mining companies. He called for a renewed social contract between government business and labour and society and said we needed to form new forms of of partnerships to empower youth, reskill their workers and, and really interestingly I found the first time that the mention was made of um, the requirement to counter the adverse effects of technology um, and that it is necessary to mine commodities sustainably. So he spoke about um, the, the impact to that, that mechanisation, robots and artificial intelligence um, was having on the industry and, and reckons that it threatens to wipe out at least five million jobs in the industry over the next five years. So quite interesting to see that that this is not just about a focus on, you know, either one party not not doing enough, but very much that, that mechanisation technology is really one of the one of the big threats. So you said uh, you also referred to the fact that there is a new form of middle class rising in in Africa, and that this will create a new centre of demand and the future of global growth. So looking at this as an opportunity rather than a threat and said, we are in for the kind of growth that China and India have have created. Um, So he specifically amended companies who were setting up empowerment funds aimed at filling junior mining niche funding gaps and opening opportunities for for young entrepreneurs to emerge in this industry and to create jobs. So I thought it was a very, very positive message that he had. This also comes on the back of um, the expected launch of the African Mining Vision Guidebook. This is something that was uh, was um, decided or, or approved by the Mining Industry Association of Southern Africa. So this represents eight national chambers of mines, um, and this is really this new deal that they're talking about. So we're expecting it to be launched at this year's Mining in Darba, um, and, and very interesting, focusing on seven different tenets: um, good governance, developing institutional and human capacity, and, and so on. And this is the first continent-wide mining policy since the World Bank. 1992, strategy for African mining. Um, so, so this is really, for me, a, a big move forward, I think, on the continent and really um, has the opportunity to uh, get the mining industry to sort of reclaim its place as, as a leading role in both um, economies and societies. So definitely some optimism coming from there and for us to look at these as, as opportunities rather than as threats.
0: And um, there was, of course, a spanner in the works uh, with regard to this new deal, uh, because Kosatu refused to sign the minimum wage agreement. And that must be uh, quite a setback, Marina. What went wrong there?
1: Yeah, So I think unfortunately this is something that, that took months of negotiations at NEDLAC um, and, and was almost considered to be a done deal and I think then Kusata turned around and said, "Whoa, no you know what, this 20 rand an hour minimum wage and the 3,500 rand per month um, was, was agreed or supposedly agreed without any consultation or go ahead from the different unions. Minso referred to, to, to it as being disgusted by this proposed so Kasati said they first need to take this proposal as they see it back to their members um, before they can enter into any form of agreement. So certainly I think a bit of a, of a, of a setback and a disappointment there in terms of what they thought was a, a deal that had been struck.
0: And then just finally, Narina, um, see if we can end this on a positive note this morning. <laughs> um, what was the news from uh, Saki, uh, uh, the Business Confidence Index that was released yesterday?
1: So yes, that was definitely a much more positive note yesterday. So for the fourth month in a row, we saw the increase in the in the business confidence index, um, and and it's increased by three point nine percentage points. So really some some good and promising notes coming out of specifically the business confidence environment. Um, just to remind listeners that the business confidence index really is just a composite index of thirteen other sub indices. So really not a survey. This is about hard. So Sort of numbers that get measured, and of the 13 um, sub-indices, 8 of them were positive, increased in December, 2 were unchanged, and, and only 3 declined. So there's, there's certainly quite a bit of, I think, of, of more optimism coming through in the general business confidence also, um, which which can certainly assist with our economic growth. Um, we've been struggling to attract sort of the same sort of level of investment. We spoke earlier in the week just in terms of, of investment flows, the extent to which um, foreign money has been flowing out of the country. So so really we do need this confidence from the business side of the sector to be investing in the in the economy really to create the economic growth and of course the employment that we so desperately need.
0: Well Narina, thanks for leaving us on that positive note. We'll speak again tomorrow and Narena Fissa, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.